Welcome to Champion Circle Podcast. We have a mandate to reach the world with the gospel of Jesus Christ because your life matters to God. Grab a Bible and get set to receive a personal word from the Lord as you listen to this timely and spirit-filled message. Here is today's message. Our subject says, Understanding How God Leads. So we are talking about the essence of divine direction. Now, quite all of us here present now, since the day we accepted Jesus, or for those who have not accepted Jesus, you discover that where we are now is as a result of how much we have allowed God to lead us. Is somebody getting now? If the, from the day we gave our life, if God has been the one leading us, you know, our life should be radiating more color, including myself. Because there are occasions that have allowed myself to lead myself. But God is saying, when is the one leading you? He knows the way. When is the one leading you? There won't be confusion because there will be clarity. How many times we have allowed trials and error? Okay, let me go to terminus. Is it terminus? Or is it gather view? Praise the Lord. But mercy has kept us still. We bless the name of the Lord. Now, the beginning of our whole round rest is rooted in divine direction. Today is our covenant day of whole round rest. That's just if you and I must enjoy rest roundabout as Christians, then something must be the propeller of our destiny. The Lord is my shepherd. And because of that, I shall not want. The core of those that will matter at this end time are those that will be led by God. Knowing the way is the only means to getting to your destination. No matter how lofty, the, how many years now I've been saying, I like Canada. Even my statement has changed from I like Canada to I love Canada. Even I've not been there. Praise the Lord. You know, you may love something. You may desire something. But until you know how to get it, you can't get it. Praise the Lord. So, any sheep that will not follow the shepherd is already become a prey to the enemy. That is why many at times we suffer setbacks and losses. I've lost quite a handful of fortune. Not $1,000, not $2,000. Why? Because on such occasions, I led myself. Praise the Lord. If you must be led by God, you must suspend your, your experience. You must suspend your exposure. Because God is beyond that. He said, my ways are not your ways. My thoughts are higher than your thoughts. So the best any human being can get is the least that can happen in the kingdom. So until God begins to lead us, we can't maximize destiny. Praise the Lord. So we are talking about understanding how God leads. The import of divine direction. The business you are doing, who led you? Is it that many a times we follow crowd? So when crowd are suffering, we suffer with them. And the funniest thing for most believers, like we had on Friday, 
Well, we now see that crowd is going this direction and we follow them. Do you know that it is when it is your own turn that the thing will not work again? Praise the Lord. So, we can't come here and begin to deceive people. I partook of MMM. Hello? You know MMM? People are pretending. It is where? I partook. It was when, you know, I did some. Ah, I said, this thing is working. No. Praise the Lord. I said, let me gather more money. It was when I gathered more money. Hallelujah. That the thing now refused to vomit again. But even unbelievers, they have enjoyed. You know why it's like that? We follow crowd. When you follow crowd, you are bound to suffer what the crowd suffers. It says, don't call a confederacy a confederacy. Neither you follow after them. Praise the Lord. So what are we talking about? We are talking about divine direction. So the need to understand how God leads cannot be overemphasized. Because divine direction is the master key in the school of destiny. The implication is that if I must fulfill purpose, then I should be able to identify and align with the one who gave me purpose. Is somebody getting down? Because the one who gave it to you, we know the pathway. Praise the Lord. In Proverbs chapter 14, verse 12, the Bible says, There is a way that seemeth right unto man, but the hand thereof, they are the ways of destruction. So the need to understand how God leads cannot be overemphasized if we must fulfill purpose. Praise the Lord. You know why? What we do not know, we do not know. There is no two way about it. What I don't know, I don't know. What you don't know, you don't know. And what we won't learn, we can't know. They said, you, I want to become a fashion designer. They said, do you know how to sew? He said, no, I don't know how to sew, but I am becoming a fashion designer. He said, okay, come and go to fashion school. He said, I will not go. And I will become a fashion designer. Whoever gives you their materials, they have just suffered loss even before you start sewing. Praise the Lord. Now, so what we do not know, we would pay for it to know. That shows there is the price to pay for knowing. But may it not be too late for us. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. In Isaiah chapter 5 verse 13, the Bible says, Therefore my people are gone into captivity because they have no knowledge and their honorable men are famished. In Nigeria we can see that honorable people. You understand? The people that should be enjoying honor. Bible is saying they will lack dignity because they lack knowledge. Therefore my people. Now God is talking about his people, not unbelievers. That shows the host of the challenges we are having in our days is rooted in the church. The people who don't know, but yet proclaiming to know. Those who forgot the source of knowledge to go after their own. Bible says they will be ripped up for honor. That won't be our portion. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. The good news is God still teaches his people the way to go. In order to make the most of their lives and not bring him shame. Some of us will say, God, leave me alone. Let me follow my path. Why will you teach me? God still teaches his people. Look at Isaiah chapter 48 verse 11. He said, for my own sake, even for my own sake, will I do it? 
For how should my name be polluted? And I will not give my glory unto another. Can you see? God will always do all it takes to protect his name in our lives. And one of the primary avenues through which he does that is to begin to lead us. But the, the, the bad thing about it is that God doesn't force himself on people. And he will not force himself on you either. Until we begin to submit to his leading, he can lead us. But much more importantly, he has his own name to protect in our lives. This morning, I see the hand of God beginning to protect his name in our lives. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. The implication of this is that anytime we don't allow God to lead us, even though we are his children, we will bring in shame. That is the whole essence of this. He said, for my own sake, even for my own sake, will I do it? For how should my name be polluted? And I will not give my glory unto another. The God of new beginning already stepped in. But one thing he will do for you, so that you can actually enjoy that new beginning that has been ordained for you, is to begin to lead you. Are we available for his leading? Praise the Lord. Are we available for his leading? In Isaiah 59 verse 8, it says, the Bible says, The way of peace they know not. And there is no judgment in their goings. They have made them crooked paths. Whosoever goeth therein shall know no peace. Praise the Lord. If you and I must enjoy peace this season, then we must follow after his leading. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Praise the Lord. So how do we enjoy his leading? Now we need to understand that to make the most of this season of new beginning requires that we understand how God leads and what step to take to enjoy his leading. So to access divine guidance, you must be born again. That is the first criteria. That is the starting point. That is the beginning point. Some of us may be asking, okay, I've been born again. But is that the only thing? No. It is not enough for you to be born again. Then you need to know what next to do. You know, in John chapter 3, verse 3, Bible speaking there saying, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. You need to understand what salvation has got to do with divine guidance. At salvation, the moment you give your life to Christ, what God does is to impute in you the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit. And it is the Holy Spirit who will now quicken your spirit being, quicken your mind, and begin to work from within you so that your life cannot begin to conform with God's agenda. Praise the Lord. The Holy Ghost will begin to form inside of you the nature of Christ, the character of Christ. These are rooted in the fruit of the Spirit. Then you begin to know what endurance is all about because as part of his leading, there is a place of endurance there. Because even when God is leading you, you need patience to follow. So if patience is still missing, one will still miss out. If God is telling you, wait, just relax. I say, no, I can't wait. Too. This thing must happen now. You still discover that that person, the destiny will still crash. So the Holy Ghost comes as salvation to package us from within, our spirit being, to make it conform. Praise the Lord. And that is the beginning. In John 1, 12, the Bible says, as many as believe, as receive him to them, he gave power to become, to become the son of God. Now, becoming the son of God still follow process. But the empowerment at salvation comes in. 
Now, if you give birth to a young boy, a baby boy, do you know that inside that boy lies a son? But is he a son? Is he a baby boy? Inside that boy lies a man. But is he a man? No. He still has to follow process to becoming a man. But yet, he is a man. But yet, he's not mature to be a man. Praise the Lord. Why in Galatians chapter 4, the Bible says, And here, as long as he's still a child, he fired not from his slave. Because if you see beyond that tutor, though his father gave him, bequeathed to him, billions of naira, but he lacks the capacity because he's not yet grown up to that stature. So same thing, same thing applies in the kingdom. That for you to enjoy divine guidance, you must be born again. And this is the whole essence. In Romans chapter 8 verse 14, the Bible says, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. That one also tells us that once you are born again, you can't call yourself a son of God. Is somebody getting it? You can't call yourself. It's not everybody in the kingdom that has the capacity to say, I am a son of God. You know why? You can be a child of God, but you may, you may not be a son of God. They are, not, they are two different things. Because it takes sonship to manifest the glory of God. But as a child, you must be tutored to grow into sonship. And one of the process is that you begin to enjoy divine guidance, divine direction. And Bible says, those who I, who I lead, that listen to my instruction, and that are being guided by me, they are the people I call sons. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Is somebody getting it now? So that just, it is not enough for you to give your life to Jesus. When you do so, you have become a child of God good but you may not be able to enjoy the full benefit of sonship because you have not matured and you have not grown into that stature so at salvation the holy ghost comes inside of us as babies that's why the bible speaking in first peter chapter 2 verse 2 that as newborn babe you sincere milk of the world so that you can grow thereby that's just there are things god will begin to do inside you as salvation once you have given your life to Christ, congratulations, you are welcome on board. But here, you need to see follow process so as to grow into sonship, then you begin to enjoy what you need to enjoy. Praise the Lord. And one of those primary things is divine direction. So, to, and to be divinely guided, number one, you must be born again. Praise the Lord. Number two, you must be clothed with meekness. Hallelujah. This is where we have issue, even in Christendom. Part of the process to becoming a son is that we begin to manifest meekness. And this meekness is the fruit of the Spirit. And is the working of the Holy Ghost that is inside of you at New Bath. Praise the Lord. Now look at Psalm 25 verse 9. The Bible says, The meek will he guide in judgment. And the meek will he teach his way. Do you know that in this kingdom, Many destiny have suffered shipwreck because of pride. Hello? Do you know many destinies have suffered shipwreck because of pride? There are many glorious destinies the enemy has taken advantage of because they are not meek. They are proud. They allow their intellectual exposure to deceive them. You can't compare that with the leading of the Holy Ghost. Praise the Lord. Now, something happened many years ago, even in this commission. There was a young man, very vibrant. 
a child of God, a son of God. He wanted to embark on a journey. And he came and told our father in the Lord, Bishop David Oedepo. And Bishop, maybe after praying, called him, said, that journey, don't go. He said, even though you are papa, me too, I'll be son. You can hear God, I can hear God. But you've forgotten that grace differs. Listen, now, we need to understand the place of covering in the kingdom. That is where many of us are missing it. Anointing can't make up for flaws in character. I had him say to me sometimes, said, do you know that anointing cannot cover character defects for long? You can be pretending. Said, but it's no matter what, that default will begin to come out because they are two different things. You may get anointing and without character, that person will not last. But when you get character, there is no anointing. It won't be long. Anointing will come. Because it takes character to sustain anointing. It takes character to sustain grace. The man said, no, I have given them my word. Then why did God place him over you? He said, I have given them my word. I must embark. Bishop said, don't go. And he embarked on that journey. There were two cases like that. When he embarked on the journey, 15 minutes later, news came. He had an accident. He was going for an introduction. The, the so-called wife-to-be was caught into two. For him, the, the accident actually killed him. When message came to Bishop, Bishop had to run to, he ran to the sin. When he got there, he carried him. He breathed into him. Such breath doesn't produce. Because, you see, pride, Bible says, pride goeth what? Before a fall. It is a platform for somebody's fall. So God can lead a proud man. Praise the Lord. A proud man cannot take instruction. If you know more than everybody, watch your back. Is somebody getting me? If you are the all-knowing, you are now equal with God. You share same title. It won't be long. The shame of such will be open to all. So if you are here this morning, you know more than everybody. Go and repent. Praise the Lord. God cannot guide who he cannot control. Is somebody getting it? God cannot guide who he cannot instruct. The meek will he guide in judgment. And the meek will he teach his way. What man is it that feareth the Lord? Him shall he teach in the way that he shall choose. We had the story of Miriam and Heron. How they spoke against Moses. Saying, ah, in verse 2 of that number, chapter 12, Bible says, and they said, Are the Lord in this spoken only by Moses? Is he only the person that God speaks through? Are they not spoken by us also? And the Lord had it. Now, you know, many a times people might may exhibit pride in such a way that you may not even open your mouth. But Bible is saying, Because it's in your heart, God is hearing it. 
Ah, sit down there. You now sit. You are not talking. But inside you are saying, God save you. I just sit down. <laughs> but if I catch you, now only you be the pastor here. Now, God is here. And look at the error Miriam made. Do you know that when leprosy eventually came, it was Miriam alone that suffered it. Aaron that followed him to say it. The oil preserve him. The anointing help him. You better watch your association. Many can make you miss heaven and they will still go to heaven. So watch those you follow. Pride is a canker worm. It has the capacity to swallow. No matter how glorious the destiny may be. Bishop did something and I respect. I said, wow. Listen, if you are too big to, to hone up to mistake, then it's the beginning of pride. Bishop said, we wanted to build the ark. So, so place. And God said, no. You missed it. What I'm even saying to you is not even the hack. It's what? Is it what? What are we building now? Okay. It was Faith Theater. Your own idea. Okay. Is that is not even the location I asked you to. But you know how much billions was involved. But he still hung up and said, this is what God said. Somebody getting it. It is not too late to always make a U-turn. You wanted to go to Abuja and you discover you are on your way to Baoshi. Even if it was in the night, you discover, you said, this is not where I'm going. You will make a U-turn. Pride doesn't allow people to make U-turn. They suffer the loss of life. They suffer the loss of resources. And if they came out and own up. He said, we have printed material for a particular program. They wanted to share it. And God said, no. I don't have hand in that program. He announced the usher, stop it. God said he doesn't have hand in this program. What humility could have been? How many of us, many a times when we miss it, husband and wife, what's your, what's your relationship? Why some things will not work is because pride is in the heart. Praise the Lord. We are talking about divine direction. God himself has been. Don't you think God who spoke to a camel or horse, he can force a man to listen to him, but God will not force you. He said, behold, I have presented before you life and death. I can't force you to but I am admonishing you choose life. That is God, the almighty God. He has given you the will, the willpower to make choices. He will not come and sabotage him. But may we receive grace in the name of Jesus Christ. Now, any man who can swallow his word is a proud man. Maybe you don't understand. There was another case. A man wanted to travel, a young pastor. He met his friend. He said, please give me your car. I want to travel with it. He said, okay, when are you going? He said, on Friday. Okay, come and pick the car. But when Papa had it, Papa said, no, this journey is not good. He called the guy. said, please don't go on this journey. The man said, no, I have given them my word in my wife to be's family that I am coming on Friday. Papa said, don't go. He said, no, I have prayed. I will balance that teaching before we go. Then Papa now got to hear that his friend already 
vow to give him his car to use. Pastor, Papa now called our friend. Please don't give this person your car. Please don't let him. That one too told Papa. I have given him my word that I will make the car available. See, the only word of the person that cannot change is God. Even God told Isaiah to tell Ezekiah that he will die. Because of personal relationship of Ezekiah with God, God overturned it. Then who are you? Don't be an accomplice in destroying destiny. That was said, no, I have given him my word. And he released the car. The car was destroyed. The destiny of the man was destroyed. The wedding never took place. And they died on timely death. May that not be our portion. Pride. If this is where we stop today, we should have something at the back of our mind. The meek will he guide. Now, listen to me now. Our bishop is revered. Is our father. Is that not so? Much more than taking instruction from God's servants. Not bishop now. God's servants, including myself. Let your personal relationship with God be intact. Is somebody getting it now? Let your personal relationship with God be intact. Because God, if you, your relationship with him is intact, there is nothing God will tell somebody that he won't tell you. Hmm? God knew that pride is in the heart of men. That's why we always send the higher grace to speak to you. You know what I'm saying is, we have read from scripture the place of the, uh, of the old prophet. After God gave instruction to the young prophet, and he delivered the message. And God told him not to eat anything on that journey. While he was returning, he sat under a juniper tree. While he was there, the old prophet now came to meet him. He said, you see, God said I should tell you to eat. But the guy knew he had God that he shouldn't eat. Is somebody getting it? And the old man said, rise, come and eat. Ah, eat. But he knew what he had. He stood up and he heard. While he was eating, a lion came and devoured him. Now, you can see the intricacy. The implication is that your whole strength as a believer must not be rooted in a man. Man has a capacity to make error. So if it is God speaking to you, you need to identify his voice. My sheep knows my own. You see now, you are the sheep. Even the older prophet is the sheep of his pastor. So you have equal access. But the place of covering is different. So, you need to understand your place of personal relationship and intimacy. If Isaiah come and told him he will die, the Bible made us understand that the words of Isaiah never fall to the ground. Ezekiah should have taken it and said, ah, since this man has come, Madam, make I bless you. You are my son. I'm going. He will die. But in that I have a relationship with this God. Now, let me tell you, you are here this morning. There are many people, all they are after is that they are after an affair with God and not relationship. They are two different things. Is somebody getting it? They are all they are after is an affair with God, but they are not after a relationship with God. Such people will still pray. Having an affair with God is coming to God. God he just said to me. And once he gives you the job, you go. It's an affair. That's why you can see somebody who can sleep with an harlot. 
It's not a relationship. It's an affair. It's just one night and you pay. Even the person doesn't know you, you don't know the person. It's an affair. There are people in the church like that. All they are after is because they said, when I come there, I will have children. I will come. Just give me the children. Make I work Now, if something happens to that child, they will still come back. It's an affair. But when you have a personal relationship with him, whatever God does, he preserves. Whatever he does in your life, he keeps. He watches over you because there is a relationship. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not turn. Because he's the one watching over me. I am a shepherd, not a wolf. Praise the Lord. So I just tried as much to balance it. You won't come and tell me, here you are the one who preach it. This is what God told me. But when I came, you told me this. And I listened to you and I miss out. May you not miss out. This is it. May your personal relationship with your maker be intact. When I wanted to get married, my sister I told her, I said, I found a babe. You understand? A babe. Look at her, you know she's a babe. Some people are celebrating their 12th year anniversary today. Uh-huh, you can see, he found a babe. Hallelujah. And I sent the name to my sister that just pray with me. She now said, okay. Let me give the name to my pastor. One of our pastors. She gave the name to our pastor in Lagos. We went ahead. And the next time I will hear from that pastor is that. But you know that before I found me to have prayed. I am not a baby. I am a son. So I have access to my heritage in the kingdom. I have prayed and God has approved it. The man just called me and said, Hey, Tola. I said, yes, sir. It's pastor. I said, thank you, sir. That wedding will not go. You know what? That wedding will not hold. Because after five years, it will break. He did not give me reason. But because we respect him as a pastor. When I heard, I knew that one was contradicting to what God told me. He who finds, I knew I found. And I knew why he asked me to stay in Joss. I called my sister. I said, tell your pastor. No, it's not my pastor again. You know it's not my pastor. I said, tell your pastor to hold it. For you, if you want to come for the wedding, come. But if you want to follow after your pastor, stay in Lagos. But they came. The night after my wedding, the following morning, the pastor called me. My wife is here. When he called, he said, Tola? I said, yes, congratulations. I said, thank you, sir. He said, sorry, oh. Sorry, I'm so sorry. I said, why, sir? He said, you know, the last time I called you, it's not as if God showed me he said, but it's just that for some experiences I've had, I've seen that people from Ogun State, who marry people from Ogbomosho, their wedding don't usually last. Now, listen to me. If you are not operating as son, following God, men's suggestion will make you miss it. We had our 13th year wedding anniversary. You know, I will say take you to Dubai, forget. Hallelujah. You understand? This match of 2021, we celebrated our 13th year wedding anniversary with glorious kids. Now, those who are led by the Spirit, they are the people called the sons. Are you a son or a baby? Are you a son or a child? Came for an affair of a relationship. If I had listened, now I'm trying to balance it. Now, listen to me. Anyone who has not been ordained as a covering over your life doesn't have right over you. No matter what title they carry in their kingdom.
Watch out. Praise the Lord. But I give God praise because the man swallowed his pride. And I was able to understand that me too, I'm on my right path. Men can make you list God's voice. But watch out. It's a cankerworm. Of pride will be swallowed up today. In the name of Jesus Christ. Let us quickly look at one other thing that must be in place to access divine guidance. The baptism with the Holy Spirit. Praise the Lord. You know, in Acts chapter 8 verse 29, the Bible says, Then the Spirit said unto Philip, Go near and join thyself to this chariot. The baptism of the Holy Ghost is a requirement for the manifestation of the Spirit of God also in our lives. When you are baptized with the Holy Ghost, you discover that the Spirit within and the Spirit upon, they begin to work together. There is the one you receive at new birth. It works from within you. When the baptism of the Holy Ghost comes, it comes from upon you. And what does it do? It empowers you to live a life that will fulfill purpose. Praise the Lord. So these are the requirements for enjoying and accessing divine guidance. Praise the Lord. He said in John chapter 16, he said concerning the Holy Ghost, I have I have yet many things to say unto you, but ye cannot bear them. Say, how be it? When he, the spirit of truth is come, it will guide you into all direction. Guiding us into all truth. After this meeting, you will no longer take your steps anyhow. Steps be ordered aright in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Let us quickly look at biblical proofs of being led by the Spirit of God. What are the privileges? What and what shows that God is the one leading me? Listen to me now. For the mere fact that God is leading you doesn't mean you won't face challenges. Is somebody getting it? But the only thing there is that the challenges will not kill you. Because part of the challenges are a requirement for your making. Some of us, if we didn't see challenge, our hands will not be strong in battle. God is not raising weaklings who will not be stand in the face of opposition and say no. Who will not be able to tell doctor, no, this is not what God says. You may have told me the fact, the situation surrounding me now, but the truth is that this is what heaven is saying. Praise the Lord. These are the kind of people God is raising. Praise God. Number one of those proofs is that the peace of God that surpasses all understanding, you begin to enjoy it. And that is the exit test. You want to make a decision, you believe God has spoken, but do you have rest inside of you? Even in the midst of turbulence, do you have peace and assurance? Jesus was in the boat, but yet the, the storm was raging. The storm should have said, because Jesus is here, I won't rage. Somebody, Jesus was in the boat. In Mark. And yet the storm was raging. So the fact that God is leading you doesn't mean you won't face opposition. God led Bishop from just to Iloni. Is that not? From Iloni to where? Maiduguri. Kaduna. From Kaduna to no opposition on his part. No opposition. Even in Kaduna. A time came that members of the church will have to stand by the gate. Like Nehemiah. One with Bible. One with the other thing. You come near. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Challenges will come. 
For the mere fact that God was with Nehemiah, Sambalat and Tobias still stood that this work will not be completed. Now, what will keep you this season is what God told you. Is somebody getting me? That shows whatever you saw that you are not seeing is an indication that what you are seeing will soon pass away. So, whatever God shows you that you have not yet seen shows that what you are seeing that is not in conformity will soon disappear. So, these are things that keeps people peace of God that surpasses all understanding. Chapter 85, verse 8. The Bible says, I will hear what God will speak, for he will speak peace unto his people and to his saints, but let them not turn again to folly. God is warning us that we should not turn again to foolishness. In, in Ecclesiastes chapter 10, verse 15, the Bible says, labor of the foolish wearies everybody. Why? Because he doesn't know the way into the city. The city is a place of fulfillment. The city is a place of abundance. The city is a place of restoration. It's a place of fruitfulness. But until God begins to order yourself, you may not know the way to that place. May we not labor in vain this season. So the peace of God that surpasses all understanding, the peace of God that passes all knowledge will become our, our portion. When God is the one leading us, even in the midst of turbulence, you just be speaking like Job. I know that my Redeemer liveth. I know that my Redeemer liveth. All the days of my appointed time, I will wait because my change is coming. Somebody's change is coming. So somebody's change is coming. Now, number two, supernatural favor. Supernatural what? Supernatural favor. Praise the Lord. No, when we obey divine direction, God will begin us. Chapter 3, verse 21. The Bible says, And I will give these people favor in the sight of the Egyptians. And it shall come to pass that when ye go, ye shall not go empty. That shall be somebody's testimony here. You have visited us this morning, you are not going empty. After this meeting, by reason of a lifestyle of obedience to divine instruction, may you begin to enjoy favor. Favor will begin to answer. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not turn. Verse 6 says, surely goodness and mercy. That mercy there is favor. Meaning that when he leads, he won't allow you and I to go favorless. Meaning that favor will begin to answer for us. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. In Luke 22, verse 35. And he said unto them, When I sent you without pause and scrip and choose, lack ye anything? And they said nothing. That's just when God is involved in that journey. No matter how difficult it may look, God will always make a way, a way of escape, a way of advancement, so that one will not be stranded. Praise the Lord. And this I can say, I'm beginning to enjoy in this place. It's an indication that God is here. It's an indication that God is with us. Praise the Lord. By the time I will share my testimony, you will hear details. Praise God. Now, today has been declared as a covenant day of horror and rest. I'll just point out one or two things we need to put in place so we can begin to enjoy the rest that heaven has ordained for us. You need to understand and recognize that horror and rest is the will of God for the redeemed. Praise the Lord. 
In John chapter 10, verse 10, Bible speaking there saying, the thief came to kill, to steal, and to destroy. And he said, but I have come that ye might have life and have it more abundantly. That is all and rest. Praise the Lord. Somebody here will enjoy all and rest. I said, somebody will enjoy all and rest in the name of Jesus. And in 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 3, Bible says, according as his divine power has given us everything that pertains to life and godliness. That shows God, I have said it, God will not bless your spirit and leave your body. Is a complete God. God will not make you to get married and not give you children. Is a complete God. God will not give you work and not allow you to enjoy satisfaction. It's a complete work. God will not bless you financially and now allow your health to deteriorate in the hospital. No, he's a good God. He's a complete God. Praise the Lord. So I pray for somebody here this morning that whatever may be missing around you that looks like is, is a finger of unrest, the hand of God terminates them this morning. In the name of Jesus Christ. So how can we enjoy the reality of all and rest? Number one. One must learn what it takes. One must seek to learn what it takes. Praise the Lord. You know, ignorance kills. What you don't know, what I don't know may be killing us. Praise the Lord. It is what people don't know that kills them more. So there is a need for you and I to learn, to seek, to learn what is required to enjoy rest and begin to follow through. Therefore, my people are going into captivity before because they have no knowledge and their honorable men are famished and their multitude dry up with thirst. Isaiah chapter 5 verse 13. In Matthew chapter 11 verse 28 to 29, Bible says, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy, heavy laden. Come unto me, all ye who have challenges surrounding your life. Come unto me. Your heart is heavy. Come unto me. You are feeling depression. Come unto me. Sickness has ravaged your body. Come unto me. It looks like there is no way out for you again. God is saying, come unto me. Then what and what do we need to do? Say, come unto me. I will give you rest. But for you to enjoy this rest, you must take my yoke upon you and you must learn of me. You must learn of me. There is the place of knowledge. He said, for I am weak. I sorry, I am meek. Can you see now? Jesus saying, why you have not enjoyed those stuffs is because pride has ravaged your, your life. He said, because I am meek. So let us come and learn the heart of meekness. A lifestyle of meekness. So that I can guide you into rest roundabout. Every seed of pride is destroyed today. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. Thank you for listening to Champion Circle Podcast. If this message has blessed you and you would like more information about Champion Circle, please visit us at championcircleblogspot.com. Make sure to subscribe, follow, review, comment, listen, download, and share Champion Circle podcast. We leave you with this word from Act 2032. Now I entrust you to God, whose gracious truth is transformational and able to rebuild your character to be like Christ. 
and give you the promised inheritance of eternal life, joining all those who are free to See, See you, you next time. time.